What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to I Just Said Something. Uh, man, I appreciate you all. Uh, if you have been following the show, following the podcast, following me on social media, uh, you know that I have dedicated October to relationships. Uh, and I wanted to do all the messages, all the kind of topics of the show on relationships. And so uh, that's what we're going to do. So uh, look on, look for later on this month, a lot of different shows coming out about relationships and things like that. Uh, I'm working on a couple of books regarding relationships. So uh, if you have any kind of relationship issues, hey, this is the show that you want to listen to. This is the thing that's going to help you get over whether you're married, whether you're single, whether you're dating, or whether you're kind of in between. Uh, I got something for you. Uh, but on today's show, man, I really want to talk about something uh, called bad gas. And no, I'm not talking about farting uh, because all gas that farts is bad. It all stinks numb. But I want to talk about something bad gas. And, I, and, and, and you'll get the gist of this as I kind of discuss this topic. Uh, so literally, there's three vehicles here at my house. Um, I drive a Navigator. Uh, my wife drives an Impala and my mother-in-law, she drives a Land Rover. Uh, the crazy part about all three vehicles is each vehicle takes a different type of gas. Um, my wife's Impala, she just uses regular, which is cool. Uh, my navigator is uh, designed to take plus. And then my mom's uh, Land Rover, it takes premium. Uh, and oftentimes I'm the one who is putting gas in the vehicles, kind of their, their thing. They feel like, hey, if the man is around, the man's supposed to put gas in the vehicle. And I'm cool with that. That's no big deal. Uh, and I drive all three vehicles. A lot of times I'm driving my wife's car uh, if we're going somewhere, if I'm driving my truck to work or if I'm uh, in a tight or somebody's car is in the wrong way. I'll drive the other. I'll drive the Land Rover. Um, but here's something that happened the other day and it kind of sparked this and it didn't happen the other day. Let me just be honest. It happened a, a little over a month ago and kind of helped me to uh, get this kind of concept that I want to share with you today. Um, I was driving the day before I had driven my uh, mother-in-law's Land Rover and had put gas in it. And the next day I'm driving my vehicle, uh, and I had to get gas in my car and I got to the gas station and, uh, I got ready to put premium gas uh, into my tank uh, and my tank either uses regular, but it's designed to use plus. And I caught myself uh, and I said, oh, man, let me put the regular type of gas, the, the plus in here, because this is what my what my car runs on. Uh, and if you're a mechanic or anything, if you know anything about gas, there's a reason that there's a certain type of gas that goes in the car. Uh, you can't, if the manufacturer says that it's supposed to be regular, it's supposed to get regular for a reason. If it says it's supposed to get plus, it's supposed to get plus for a reason. If it says it's supposed to get premium, it's supposed to get premium for a reason. Um, and there's different gas types for different type of vehicles. What does that have to do with the price of tea in China when it comes to relationships? Here's the deal. Uh, one of my favorite scriptures are becoming my favorite scriptures, especially when it comes to relationships is Proverbs four and six. And Proverbs 4 and 6 uh, simply says this, out of all that I can get in, get understanding. Out of everything that you can get, get some understanding. Now, taking the principle out of that scripture, uh, not looking at it in total context, but taking the principle out of that scripture, uh, the most important thing that you can get is understanding, especially within a relationship. Uh, if you don't have the understanding of what your spouse needs, you can be doing the right thing, but it still not be right for that particular person. I just said something. Uh, you can be putting in 
premium gas, but it's designed to take regular. Uh, and so you're doing something right, but it's wrong for that particular person. Too many couples, they go through relationships putting in the wrong gas. Like I literally was uh, looking at a case study and they talked about this guy who was cooking. He was cleaning. He was um, doing all these things for his wife. He was paying the bills. He was doing all these different things. And she was miserable. Now, that sounds kind of odd because I know some ladies are like, well, he was cooking, cleaning, paying the bills. He's taking care of the kids. Oh, my goodness. How can she be bad? The reality is all of that was good, but it wasn't what she needed. She was miserable um, because he wasn't uh, a very talkative guy and he wasn't very supportive uh, in a sense of her career, meaning that he didn't support what she was doing outside of 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 of, of the household. Um, he didn't kind of go to watch her do her thing and uh, he didn't talk very much and she needed somebody who talked a lot and she needed somebody to be very supportive. So all the things that he was doing while there was nothing wrong with them, they weren't right for her. Uh, so many relationships go through that because people are putting in bad gas because they don't have an understanding of what kind of gas that their spouse needs to have. Just like with three different cars, there's a few things that happen if you put bad gas in or you put the wrong type of gas in a vehicle. Number one, if you put the wrong type of gas in, it could burn faster, uh, meaning you'll start to run out of gas a little bit quicker than you were designed to run out of gas. Oh, I'm trying to help somebody because watch this. If you're putting in bad gas in your relationship, what will happen is, is what you're doing will burn out or run out a lot faster and you'll have to fill up more often, which will cost you more energy, which will cost you more effort, which will cost you more time because you're putting in the wrong type of gas. Uh, there's a lot of guys right now who are working extremely hard saying, I do everything. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And nothing is good enough for you. But yet you're putting in the wrong type of gas. There's a lot of women who are saying, oh, I'm doing this than the other and you're doing all these things that you think your man wants but you're putting in bad gas i'm preaching to somebody uh, also one of the other things that can happen when it comes to bad gas gas is designed to help the car run at its optimal performance uh, if you put the wrong type of gas in not only can it burn out faster um, but it can also cause parts to go wrong especially like a fuel pump Oh, I'm talking to somebody. If you put the wrong type of gas in and it clogs up the fuel pump, then you have bigger problems later. Uh, people in relationships right now, you are putting in gas and it's the wrong type of gas. And guess what? Your relationship is not running as smooth. It's not. It's almost like what is going on? I'm putting everything in, but it's not running properly. It's not doing this relationship is not going as smooth as I thought it would. It's not it's not flowing how we used to flow uh, because you haven't gotten the understanding that you're putting in the wrong type of gas in the car. And then the other thing when it comes to putting in the wrong type of gas, not from a gas perspective, but from a cost perspective, uh, different gases cause different prices. You might not have the budget to put the type of gas in the relationship uh, that you're trying to get. One of the things when buying a car, and this is a, a shameless plug, uh, is that I'm working on a book called Test Drive. Uh, it's going to deal with that. But think about this. You know, when you're buying a car, you got to see what type of gas it takes, because if it takes premium, you might not have premium gas prices in your budget. Uh, when you're dating someone or you're courting someone or you're in a relationship, you have to know how much is this going to cost me? You'd be surprised how many couples I, I counsel that step in my office and they come in uh, and they had no idea the investment in which they would have to make into the particular person that they were trying to be with. Or they, they were like, I didn't know it was going to cost me this much because they didn't uh, look at the manual. They didn't study their spouse enough. They didn't do premarital counseling. They didn't do the things necessary to figure out what the person needs. So here's the question you're probably wondering, well, how do I know if I'm putting in the right type of gas? Uh, it's going to require a conversation. 
Uh, one of the things you have to do is you have to have a conversation with whoever you're dating, with whoever you're potentially going to date or whoever you're married to. You have to have the conversation. These are not just simple conversations. These are daily conversations, but these are also deeper dialogues pertaining on what their past was like, what their history was like, what they were like, what their parents instilled in them, what what life has done to them. So you can understand them a little bit better. And you have to be willing to listen. And the reason I say this has to be a continuous daily dialogue is because people change over time. Um, as we get older, our bodies change, our minds change, as we have different experiences in our day to day life, things change, as we have children, our perspective changes based upon things. And so the information is constantly changing and the person is constantly changing. So you have you constantly have to have the conversation to make sure you're constantly putting the right type of gas in to make sure you're meeting them at the level they need to be met. Um, so it's asking them, do you like this? Do you like that? What's your expectations? Because you can be doing things and it's not even expected of you, or you can be not doing things that are expected of you. So number one, you have to have the conversation out of all that and getting, get understanding. I have to be able to understand. Uh, so it starts with communication, having those, commu- uh, those, those conversations. If you are not married, I suggest having premarital counseling. One of the things I deal with in premarital counseling is getting to know each other, understanding each other, understanding each other's history, family history relationship history, sexual history, uh, history in regards to religion and spirituality. History plays a part. History in regards to divorce and marriage. All that is history because you need to know what kind of gas this person is going to take. Here's a prime example. Um, If a woman didn't have her father in her life, I always tell men, not only do you have to be her husband, but you also have to be her father. I'm not saying you have to be her daddy and control her and tell her what to do, but I am saying that you want to be able to be there to protect her, but also to speak life into her because one of the roles of a father is to protect and to speak life into his child. And so now you have to know, okay, I can't just be the breadwinner, but I also have to be someone who speaks life into my wife. Um, so again, that comes from understanding. The second thing, uh, besides communication, you have to have observation. Uh, what do I mean by observation? Uh, you have to be able to see the unspoken. And now I know somebody's listening like, oh, you mean I got to really? But this is important because there are times in relationships where uh, people won't say something. Um, but you just have to notice and you have to observe women are very good at this. Women are, are very good to be able to say what's wrong. I could tell something's wrong, especially with men, because men were typically we live our life in squares. We live our life in boxes. And so we shut down until we figure out uh, how to get out of where we are. Uh, but women can notice when we can't figure that box out and they'll ask us, hey, what's wrong? Because we won't talk about it. Uh, but they've observed a shift in our behavior. They've observed something that has changed. Being observant helps you understand the type of gas that needs to go in here is a good example was that if you know that you see some tendencies in your spouse, if you're observant enough, then you absolutely know that this is what they like. This is what they don't like. Uh, this is what you need to do. And this is what you don't need to do. So you have to be observant with your eyes, but you also have to be observant with your ears. Uh, you have to be able to listen with you. You have to be able to see with your ears. You have to be able to every once in a while you hear a conversation being had uh, and you'll hear something in that conversation that makes you want to uh, take note and say, okay, I get it. Give you a good example of that. Me and my wife, we were having a conversation. And uh, one thing I've observed about my wife is that she does not like to read a lot. Uh, No knock. That's just not who she is. Uh, And we were just having a simple conversation. And she said that someone had sent her uh, a text message or something like that. And she was like, oh, how I hate long text messages. Uh, And so, again, she didn't tell me, baby, don't send me long text messages. But I was observant with my ears to be able to see that she doesn't like long text messages. And so uh, 
Uh, I make sure I refrain from sending her long things to read. But let me let me add a little bit to that again, because here's the dialogue. Here's the communication. So I sent her a long text message, but I prefaced that text message by saying, uh, sorry for the long text message. I know you don't like those. Her reply was, I didn't say I didn't like long text messages. I said, baby, yes, you did. You said the other day that you don't like reading long text messages. And then her reply to me was, but I never said I didn't like when you send me long text messages. And so, again, we cleared up the miscommunication. We cleared up the dialogue. But I was observant enough to say, OK, she doesn't like long text messages, but she does like it from me. Uh, so, again, you have to be able to, number one, communicate about what you need and your expectations and dialogues to make sure you put in the proper gas. Number two, though, you have to be observant uh, to make sure you're seeing uh, what type of person you're with and not just seeing with your eyes, but seeing with the ears. And number three, you have to put the gas in. Point blank period. What's the point of knowing what type of gas it is if you're not going to put the gas in? Uh, you know, the old cliche is talk is cheap. Uh, and it is. And so once you see that the person needs gas, you have to be willing to take the action to put the gas in. So many relationships end because people forget to put the type of gas in. What do you mean? Some people forget to put the love gas in to say, I love you on a daily basis. Some people forget to put the gas in of affection. Some people fail to put the gas in of just helping out around the house. Some people fail to put that type of gas in. If that's the type of gas that a person needs, you've got to put that type of gas in because once you stop putting gas in a car, Guess what? The car just sits there. Uh, so the question is, is your relationship just standing still because you're not putting gas in? Is it running rocky because you put in bad gas or is it burning out too fast because you put in bad gas? Hey, make sure you're putting the proper type of gas in your relationship. The Bible says out of all thine getting, get understanding. Uh, and if you have not, if you haven't gotten an understanding of your spouse and you still don't know how to figure it out, don't hesitate to ask the Holy Spirit. If you are saved, if you are a born again believer, a filled with the Spirit, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you uh, what your spouse needs and listen to the Holy Spirit so you can begin to do those things. And man, I want to thank y'all for listening. Uh, like I said, this month is all about relationships. So I'm going to be dropping uh, three more messages, lessons, whatever you want to call them, dealing with relationships. I hope this blesses you. And if you want more information about what we do, visit www.csteps.org or you can check us out on any social media site. Man, God bless you. Love you. And I hope I said something to change your life.